Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Well, every Wednesday morning at MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Is not here right now, but don't worry, he'll be a part of this segment. We'll be talking about him. And uh, Holly Roberts, also here every Wednesday morning at my talk, we have a meeting. Uh, a bunch of different departments get together in a room and we start to talk about things that are going on at the radio station. And we brainstorm and we get creative. And then stuff sort of all falls apart toward the end. And then we just start talking about whatever we feel like talking about. Yeah, truly a brain trust. It really <laughs> is. But, you know, today we got real relaxed after the meeting and somehow we got on the top topic of stories about teachers that we used to have and things that happened in the classroom that you know would never happen these days. And it was hilarious to hear other people tell their stories about the weird things, the strange teachers they had. Now, listen, on my talk 1071, we celebrate teachers. They are out there doing the Lord's work. Yes. Right? Yes. I specifically would like to celebrate my own children's teachers because, oh my gosh, they have to have my children in class. And I want to celebrate all my friends who are teachers doing the work. You are out there and I love you and I love all the teachers. However, as adults (laughs) who have once had teachers, we all had some real weird stories uh, about things that happened to us in the classroom. And they're even funnier when it's something that you just know would never happen today. So 651-641-1071. Here are the rules. You're going to complete the sentence, I once had a teacher. You're going to tell us your story. But the rules are... You cannot use the teacher's name or the school where you were matriculating at the time. We just are not going to do that because we want to protect the not so innocent in this. So no names, no schools, 651-641-1071. Tell us your weird teacher story. Even better if it's something that there's no way would happen today. All right, we're going to go to the phones. We've got Christopher on the line. Uh, Hello, Christopher. Hello. Okay, what's your teacher story? Well, I once had a teacher. It was a high school science teacher. And every evening, she would have study sessions over at her house. And the sessions would go way into the 11, 12 o'clock hours. And it would never happen now to have students just casually coming and going in the house every day of the evening. Until late at night. Oh, yeah. No way. Now, were there rumors, Christopher, be honest, were there rumors that, like, something was going on there? Oh, no, he's gone. All right, let's move on. Let's go to Stephanie. Hello, Stephanie. Now, just everybody remember, we're not using names of teachers or of schools. Hi, Stephanie. Hi. What is your teacher story? Um, I was in a Christian school, it's her elementary school, and I have green eyes, and I was left-handed. Mm-hmm. And I guess according to the teacher I had, I was then considered a spawn of the devil <gasps> because I was left-handed. So she tied my left hand behind my back so that way I would write with my right hand and not end up in hell. Are you kidding me all year long? Yeah. 
And my parents didn't believe me, and I would tell them. And I'd be like, look how good I can write my name with my right hand. And they're like, oh, well, you're just really ambidextrous. I'm like, no, my teacher is making me. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I would have been the spawn of the devil. Well, Stephanie, you sound nice. I mean, I don't feel like you're the spawn of the devil at all. No, I'm not. I love it. What year was that? I mean, uh, just give us like a decade. Like, when would that have been? Um, I'm 42. So okay, so I was like in the second grade. Okay, yeah. So like the oh. 80s, the like the 80s. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Stephanie! Thank you for your call. That would not happen. To, no, I hope that wouldn't happen today. I would hope not. Right? Okay. Let's go to Donna. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. No names. No names of schools. Nope. We're trying to protect the not so innocent. Yeah. Uh, tell us about your strange, odd teacher stories. Let's talk to Donna. Hi, Donna. Hi, Donna. Hi. Okay. What's your teacher story? Um, well, I went to a Christian school, and my fourth grade teacher spanked me in front of the class. What? Okay. Yes. And for for why? I mean, not that it matters, but I'm just curious why. Well, well, I had I swore when oh. he was out of the room. Mm-hmm. I said the S word. Oh, and um, S as in Sam. Uh huh. Thank you. <laughs> and um, yeah. <laughs> and um, and someone told on me, and he had sent a note home that I was supposed to bring to my parents to have them sign it, and I didn't do it. And the next day, I told him I brought it home, but he found it in my desk. <gasps> And he hauled me up in front of the class and spanked me. Oh, my gosh. And how old were you then? I was in fourth grade. Oh, my gosh. Okay, Donna, thank you very much for your call. I'm glad that you've recovered from that incident. I mean, that's like half of these stories. You you carry them around because they're so bizarre. Well, and it's one of those things that because you're at that point in your life uh-huh. when you are taught to respect authority yep. in a way that uh, maybe be a little disproportionate to like the actual authority that these people really have in their lives. Mm. It's very highly influential. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and that's why we remember these forever. Yeah. Let's go to Haley. Hi, Haley. What's your teacher story? Hi. Um, I, I'm 21 years old. Um, when I was in sixth grade, we had a teacher. Um, he told us to call him Sargon. Um, he had a picture of himself framed on his desk, and he made all of the classes draw him, and then he graded us on who drew him the best. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> was was, what was the nickname again? Weird. What did you have um, to call he him? Made us, he had a very normal teacher name, but he made us call him Mr. Sargon. He was very, very weird, and if anybody's listening, they may know who he is. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. That is so bizarre. Haley, thank you. Thank for your- you. I don't know what she just said, but it reminded me of one of my teacher stories. Yeah. And this one was uh, when we had a substitute, and the sub was playing a movie, and I was sitting on my desk, or not on my desk, at my desk with my hand like propping my chin up which is just you know a way to sit and I had my eyes open I was watching the movie right but it was dark in the classroom and the teacher walked up to my desk with no warning pulled my arm out to like make my head like no and I looked up and I was like what and he goes wake up and I was like I'm awake and he was like no you weren't and I'm like Uh. okay I don't know what to do right now because I was awake and now I feel like I'm 
And You're now being this victimized just, here. Be, yeah, and I just, it was that awful feeling of like, I have no power right now, and oh, I just want this person to know gosh. that I was awake. Oh, gosh. That's why we carry these things with us. 651-641-1071. What is your teacher story? Uh, I'm going to ask Kelly and Megan to please hold on through the break, and we'll take other calls on the other side of this on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. Love teachers because they are doing amazing work in shaping young minds. However, as adults, we have memories of teachers that did weird things. And uh, we just wanted to have a little, like, you know, I don't know, share time, a little, you know, therapy of Is some it therapy? sort we're not charging by the hour look it's free I think just dragging it out into the light yep. this is the colleen and bradley show my talk 1071 streaming live at my talk 1071.com everything entertainment colleen lindstrom bradley trainer hopefully is napping i'm telling you he was loopy this morning yeah holly roberts and i are here with you he was loopy in our meeting when this all started we started to tell stories about strange like memories of teachers that we'd had and everybody had these bizarre stories about like Bradley had a teacher that like he, he should be here to tell the story oh, but I wish he could tell the story because we can't really do it justice no we really can't <laughs> but I will just say that the, the punchline was like basically if you were naughty or did something wrong in class she would tell you she was gonna sit on you and turn you into a pancake uh-huh mm-hmm. super weird anyway uh so we thought well this, this is funny we, we it passed the time we were all kind of enjoying hearing that we weren't alone and having strange traumatic teacher stories so we thought we'll just let people tell their stories let's go to kelly kelly's been holding forever this hi kelly hello hello okay what's your um, teacher story totally mortifying mortifying so hopefully you can understand me with my sick cough and all yes but um so it was seventh grade, and I was talking in class, and I had gum, which was also a huge no-no back in the day to have gum oh, yeah. in class. And my teacher came up to me and said, that's enough with your talking. Take your gum out of your mouth and stick it on the end of your nose right now, and it's to be on the end of your nose for the rest of class. <gasps> oh, no. Kelly. Did you, oh, did you, my did you word. It was so mortifying. Oh, and you were in middle school, too, so extra mortifying. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it was terrible. I don't know if he ever did it before, but it was just terrible. Everybody was staring at me and laughing, like, the whole time. I felt so stupid. Oh, my gosh. I mean, a simple spit it in the garbage would have done. Yeah. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I would have done detention for a week over that. Oh, my gosh. That's so funny. Thank you, Kelly. Thank you, Kelly. I will say, you know, that is a creative, that was a pretty creative on-the-spot idea. To stick it on your nose. But how mortifying. Oh, when you're in middle school, no. it's hard enough. Hormones, man. Right? I mean, every like even if they just look at you, it's mortifying. Okay, let's go to Megan. Hello to Megan. Megan, what did, tell us about your teacher. Oh my God. So seventh grade, circa nineteen ninety-seven, ninety-eight, history class. My best friend and I sat right in front of each other at those desks and she put too much lotion on her hand. I turn around, she goes, hey, will you take some off my hands? So you do the, you know, you yep. pull them off. Oh, yeah. He stopped class and said, hey, you pair of lesbians, why don't you pay attention? <gasps> Come on, girls. No, oh, my God. You're okay. what, like 13 years old, and there's boys and girls in there, and you're just like, wow. That would never <laughs> no, happen Megan, today. It was, it was probably good lotion. It was probably sparkly bath and body works. Oh, that was a secret. Country Apple Bath and Body. Always. Oh, thank you. Always. Thank, thank you, you Megan. Megan. 
That's hilarious. Oh my gosh, but terrible. I cannot, again, that would not happen today. And that's the thing that's so interesting about these stories is as we were telling them, they very often devolved into that wouldn't, can you imagine that happening today? Because it just wouldn't. It wouldn't happen. Let's go to Chrissy. Hi, Chrissy. Hi. Okay, tell us your teacher story. Okay, so it was the early 80s when I was in sixth grade. And I believe the sixth graders still do that, do this, but we go to an environmental learning center for a week. Yep. And um, the male teachers um, in the sixth grade, you know, um, would start to grow their beards out mm-hmm. months, months before the trip. And so then once they got there, they would be, you know, have full beards and they would come to the girls' dorms or the girls' bunks where we would sleep and they would give us all grizzly rubs or <gasps> whisker rubs. Good night. Weird. <laughs> Ew. No. Yeah. Ew. yeah. Chrissy. That is weird, and that would no. not happen today. No. Oh, my no. gosh. Right. Thank you for Thank your call. Thank you, Chrissy. You know, some of these are kind of mortifying. Uh, yeah. Let's go to Daniel. Hi, Daniel. Daniel, tell us your teacher story. Hi, Colleen. This was in the 1960s, Minnesota Public School. We warnings, first thing, um, we would go to our churches for instruction, mm-hmm. which would be just a few students back at school in the classrooms with the teachers. And this wasn't my teacher, but the teacher in the next classroom. Uh, that day, uh, friends of ours who were probably like only five left in the classroom with that teacher, they told her their teacher, when we would go to our churches, he smoked cigarettes. In the classroom. In the classroom. No in way. The classroom. He was at his desk. The students, those like five or so students who didn't go to church. Oh my gosh. Um, they had free time, and they said, "You know what our teacher does when you guys are gone at your teacher, at your um, at your church? Oh, he smoked cigarettes." No. Can you imagine that today? Never. Not in years. That would never happen. No. Thank you, Daniel. Daniel, just have a puff. Yeah, that just teaches it like smoking on a cigarette. By the Marlboro Man. Oh, wow. Okay, Times are changing. It's so true. Let's go to Dawn. Hello, Dawn. Dawn, what's your teacher's story? Well, I went to a public school, and in elementary school, we had a music teacher who... When you didn't sing correctly, she would hit you in the throat <gasps> like a karate chop Stop it. to the throat. And if you didn't sing high enough, she'd take her fist and hit you on the top of the head. No! And I don't know why she thought that would make you sing better. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I, I feel like it would do the opposite. Exactly. So wow. everyone was afraid whenever it was time for music class. <laughs> oh, my word. And how old were you again? Uh, fifth grade. Oh, my Fourth gosh. grade. <sighs> Dawn, yeah. oh, I, I wouldn't be, I would not even think anything of it if you told me you never sang again after that. Well, and I'm still traumatized by it. I'm sure. Yeah. Thank you, Dawn. Oh, Dawn. I can imagine she's like in her car singing along with the radio, like looking both ways. Just oh make my sure God. nobody's going to come at her and oh. karate chop her. Oh my gosh. Okay. Uh, let's go to Lori next. Hi, Lori. Hi. Lori, uh, we are sharing teacher stories, weird things that happened to you when you were a student. What happened? Well, I was in 10th grade, and I had a friend, a female friend. We would uh, exchange notes about boys that we liked and, you know, how we wanted to see them, who we wanted to date. We had pet names for them. And I was sitting in the back of the class because my name is close to Z Mm -hmm. and writing my note, and I didn't know that, but the teacher was walking back as I was writing the note, and he grabbed the note out of my hand and went up to the front of the class, and he read the entire note oh. out loud in oh, front no. of about 30 kids. Oh, oh, you know what? That's everybody's worst nightmare yeah. at that age, Lori, for sure. I, think, I was so embarrassed. I know. I know. Thank you oh, so much for no. your call. I, I just, that just triggered a memory for me of like writing the note and thinking that nobody was paying attention and the teacher was standing behind me reading it oh. not out loud but just reading it and just it's getting like the hot gossip yeah, from colleen oh, just that's like it's, the worst okay carol we'll let carol have the final story hello carol carol what is your teacher story this is jill oh jill, oh, jill. Sorry, sorry about I, that sorry. Sorry, um, in the mid-70s, I wore pinger pants that had the hoop on the butt, yeah. you know, the little loop, and I bent over something to pick something up, and I felt somebody grab the hoop on my butt and kind of lift me up, and I turned around to smack the kid, and it was a teacher. No. Mm-mm. And he was so embarrassed, like he couldn't believe he just did that. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> he was a really nice teacher, and I think we both just turned purple and walked away. Yeah, you were like, oh, that did, uh, whoopsie doodles. Okay. <laughs> oh, Carol, thank you for your call. Thank Have a great you. day. We, that just, again, I have to just say we love teachers, but everybody's got like a weird teacher story from when they were a kid. We got a couple emails from listeners who are sharing their weird stories. Uh, Like, for example, this, this emailer said, we had a teacher that would not let us ask questions unless it was a Friday. Uh, So... You could only ask questions on Fridays, and he would also go into his office, which was in the classroom, to smoke a pipe. Oh, my gosh. This was in the 80s. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Not happening today. No, never. No. Uh, and, and let's see. This uh, Another emailer said, when I was in second grade, I sat on my desk. The teacher wanted to teach me to not sit on the desk, so she took my jump rope and tied me to the chair. And then we had a fire drill. I mean, can you imagine? No. I, mean, I, I would no. like to know the rest of the story. I'm wondering if then she had to 
like get up with the chair attached to her to leave for the fire drill or yeah, she just, just sat in the classroom. You just sit there and you get a little peace and quiet. Oh my gosh. You guys. Okay, well we might have to do this again yeah. because thank you for sharing because everybody has one of those moments where you can say I had a teacher who once boy. Oh my gosh. Okay, oh. well when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got dumb people doing dumb things. We call them crazy, stupid idiots here on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. We'll be back after this. Dumb people doing dumb things. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley Trainer is hopefully taking a nap on this rainy day because he did the morning show this morning, bright and early. Holly Roberts and I are here with you. And uh, we call those dumb people doing dumb things crazy, stupid idiots. Well, then, I guess one could say that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Yeah! Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. All those crazy, stupid idiots, they are everywhere. They're to your right, they're to your left, and hopefully when you're looking in the mirror to do your hair, they are not staring right back at you. Oftentimes, we call, we find those crazy, stupid idiots in the state of... Florida. Florida. Just us. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's all I get today. Yeah. Uh, we are going to Montana first. Mm-hmm. I don't think... Well, yeah, there's cowboys in Montana. Sure. sure. Of course there are. Yes. Uh, there, we're going to a kiddie pool in the Montana area. In, a kiddie pool? Yes, a kiddie pool in Bozeman, Montana. Fun! Where children were swimming. Uh, children were swimming, and apparently so was 37-year-old Aaron Miller and his 33-year-old girlfriend, Dawn Klein. This was at a hot springs resort in Bozeman, Montana, and this happened on a Friday night. The two of them were having a little date at the kiddie pool. And that happened. I got a date at the kitty. Ah, no. no, that actually happened, Holly. How did they have room? Uh, you know, it's funny because <laughs> I was trying to figure out, like, because I haven't found a picture yet of this kitty pool, this alleged kitty pool. Now, I'm thinking about the kitty pools that we have that are like one foot. The plastic. That's what I'm saying. Well, the plastic ones. Oh, no, no, no. Because this was at a resort. So oh, I'm thinking. I'm so thinking. in my mind, I'm thinking of like <laughs> a kitty pool that you see at the park that's one foot that goes up to like, you know, mid calf on an adult. You know that thing. Is filled with pee. Oh, of course it is. <laughs> and maybe they and maybe they like that. I don't know. Woo! I don't know. All right. I was but, thinking the little like one foot one. You know, the plastic one you put out in your front yard, right. or like the one that you had as a kid with Mickey Mouse going on a safari with all of his friends yes. that you'd put in the backyard. Yeah. No, not that kind. Because that again, I'm not even sure. That would be a lot to have going on in one little tiny pool. No, but this was at a resort and it was the kids pool. And uh, there were reports on this Friday evening that a couple was, quote, fornicating in the outdoor children's pool. And guess what? The surveillance video has confirmed that the couple appeared to be having the sus in the pool while the children played within feet of them. Oh. Yeah. Okay, I thought maybe that was going to be a nighttime experience Mm-mm. and that they had a few and then they just wanted the shallow water experience. No, that was a... Everybody was enjoying the pool and they were really enjoying the pool. Apparently, one Ew. witness asked them to please stop because she and her children noticed that they were very active. Uh, 
and uh, they didn't stop. And the uh, the couple were then pulled over and arrested only after they left the resort. So by the time the cops got there, they had left and the cops had to chase him down. And um, when asked what was going on, the man said that they were stretching. Okay. And the woman said they weren't, I mean, they were not just stretching. They were just kind of doing the motions of of the ocean. The oceans. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know. There wasn't like actual completion of the process that's is what you were saying. sort of what she was trying to tell she them. She was maybe that something was happening akin to like your. Usually you're, we the, would use the word dry, but this was yeah. not. They were in the pool, happening so it wasn't dry. Yep. the couch in the basement while your parents are upstairs when you're with your boyfriend and then, you know, the things. So <laughs> she said that that's what was going on. And. Later, they both admitted, okay, no, you're right. We totally were doing it. So they were arrested and both faced felony charges of indecent exposure because they just were so turned on by the kiddie pool at the resort. Ew. Yeah, you're nasty. Ew. That is nasty. That's nasty. That's stupid. Uh-huh. Stop it. Yeah. Stop Go it. have fun. We don't do that. In other places. It's not how we behave. All right. All right. We're going to Pennsylvania, Colleen. Oh, fun. I feel like I haven't been there in a long time. No, I, yeah, it's been a hot second since we've been yeah. in Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. but we're going to Lock Haven, which is where the alien invasion is happening. What? I've been waiting for this moment. I know, Colleen, little known fact, Colleen Lindstrom can't wait to be probed by aliens. Any minute. Just any minute. Uh, I don't understand why they're always out in the middle of nowhere. I'm talking about the aliens, you know, to pick the people they're going to probe. Why would you not just go to a very well-populated area? Yeah, well, let's... Grab a bunch of humans. Exactly. You're doing it wrong. Aliens, let's talk. Yeah, so... Anyway. So they're in... Aliens are in Lock Haven, Pennsylvania. Oh my gosh, I have got to buy a ticket. Which is basically in the middle of nowhere, Uh if you're wondering. Mm -hmm. So true to your hypothesis, Colleen, the aliens probe in the middle of they're nowhere. doing it wrong but there wasn't any probing in this however the aliens also have green lasers oh that's so exciting well no it's dangerous that Colleen. is dangerous is what it, i meant to say it's dangerous and it's scary and they are after this guy whose name is jesse okay jesse is the, the chosen one. He is the chosen one. <laughs> Jesse, he is 31 years old and he is in Lock Haven, Pennsylvania, and he is the chosen one. But here's the thing, Colleen, he didn't want to be selected. Oh, so he's not to like be, me. He's not, he's he's not, not offering a, himself up to the He aliens. doesn't want to be willfully probed. Okay. No, and in fact, he was really scared about this. Uh, so he decided uh, to approach a stranger's house because he was really scared and he didn't know what to do. Well, I would imagine if you you were not expecting to be probed by aliens and they were coming after you with green lasers, you might want to seek some shelter as well. Yeah, so he did this in the way of approaching the house of Timothy Neff. He mm. knocked on the door real loud and asked Timothy to call 911. Jesse did because the aliens were out there and they were going to probe him. Yeah. So he, you know, get it. was trying to call, he asked to be into the house. He was scared. He was concerned. Uh, however, he just decided then ultimately to like help himself into the living room oh that's like breaking breaking and entering yeah you know and here's also the thing is that uh his companion that he was with didn't have any clothes on either apparently the aliens you know the guy got to that one got to that one so it was really concerning 
<sighs> Quick question. Were drugs and alcohol involved? You know, here's the interesting thing about aliens, Colleen. Yeah. Not only do they seem to like to gain their samples from areas where there are not a lot of human beings, yeah. mm-hmm. they also decide to select humans who are already maybe on controlled substances oh, in, in an altered state so sounds that they like don't... A, sounds like a cost-saving measure on the part of the aliens. Very wise. They don't want to have to put extra money into, you know, dulling the senses of the person they're going to probe. Jesse was on bath salts. Oh, whoops. Okay. Oh, gosh. Boy, we haven't heard about those recently. Oh, I would be frightened. By the way, n- no aliens, Colleen. And I was really digging that part of the story. No lasers. Oh. The lasers were actually ladybug or uh, fireflies. Fireflies. Yeah. Ding mm-hmm. dang. Mm-hmm. Well, whatever. Yeah, he's been arrested. Okay. Now. Yeah, there are firearms involved in this story too. But we don't need to talk you know, about that part of yeah, the story. Yeah, he, he's going to. Uh, Maybe six days to six months in county prison. Ooh. And the aliens aren't going to be able to break him out of that one. I am hopeful that he will get the help he needs. Yeah. Um, for our last story, you will find us in St. Louis. Uh, at clang, a, clang, clang with the trolley. Exactly. At a rallies. Do you know what that is? It's like a fast food place in yes. the Missouri area. Um, and apparently they have got ice cream and they are known for their chocolate and vanilla ice cream. Oh. I don't know. I actually don't know if that's true, wow. but they do have ice cream. Wow. <laughs> big, big uh, developments in ice cream. We're known for chocolate, chocolate and, and vanilla. vanilla. Come to rallies. You know, what are you going to do? Yeah. No, apparently there just all is we got ice is cream pathetic. there. Please eat our ice cream for the love. <laughs> all right. But apparently they're also like open all night. So oh, that's this, nice. And you know how this is. Sometimes it gets to be about 225 in the a.m. and you're like, all I need is some ice cream. I need a fourth meal. That's what this woman was going for, a fourth meal. I Usually you got to do that at where? Taco Bell? Yeah, Taco Bell. But apparently that was not available and Rally's has chocolate and vanilla ice cream. Okay. So she shows up at the St. Louis, uh, this the Rally's in St. Louis, and she wants chocolate ice cream. Mm. And they're like, okay, so here's the bad news, uh, ma'am. We're fresh out of the chocolate ice cream. All we have left is the vanilla and that was not good enough for her. And so she reacted by grabbing a baseball bat and smashing all of the windows at the rallies. Sounds about right. And then she was like, deuces, I got to go. And then she left. She hopped in her car and she fled the scene. Uh, the cops are still trying to track down a very angry woman who is in search of chocolate ice cream. So if you are in the St. Louis area and there is an angry woman who is looking for chocolate ice cream, this is your lady. Just know that. I just feel like that is kind of an, maybe not I get an overreaction. Mad. Chocolate ice cream when you really want chocolate and Vanilla will not do. Okay. So it's not even like when you are like, I would like a Diet Coke. And they're like, we only have Pepsi products. And you're like, okay, well. well which is the better choice anyway? Okay, well, we're not even going to go there. But you know what it is, though. When you're just yes. like, yeah, that'll do. Fine. I'll yeah. take the designer imposter. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But this, when you Charlie. really want the chocolate ice cream and they're like, we have vanilla. That's not the same. That is sure. not a suitable replacement. Surely they had the vanilla ice cream and some chocolate syrup. Bada bing, bada boom. There's your, there's your chocolate ice cream. No. Or how about go to any number of establishments that will have Wow, chocolate ice cream. What yeah, an invention. Was, she was very upset about it. In any case, uh, she's still on the lam. They're looking for the angry lady who wants her chocolate ice cream. Again, I understand being upset about it. I do not understand the baseball bat and the windows and the whole nine yards. Yeah. Take a deep breath. 
<sighs> also, rallies, you might want to look into stocking some more chocolate ice cream. Yeah. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. Duly well, noted. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show at 245 each and every day, we play a little game. That game is called the Throwback Live. We are going to do just that after this on My Talk 107. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Hi, I'm James Seawood, one of the narrators on the Abide app, a premium ad-free biblical meditation experience. Join the millions of people who download the Abide app to reduce stress, improve sleep, and experience the peace of God every day. You can text the word PEACE to 22433 for a 7-day free trial of Abide. Just text PEACE to 22433, and you'll likely hear from me again on the app as I guide you through daily meditations or help you fall asleep and experience the peace of God.